welcome to Great Loop Radio, brought to you by America's Great Loop Cruisers Association. We're dedicated to sharing Great Loop information and inspiration with those actively cruising, planning for, or dreaming about a Great Loop adventure. I'm Kim Russo. I'm the director of AGLCA. And today we're going to talk a little bit about AGLCA's background, you know, how we got to be where we are, where we started. Um, this was another topic that was suggested by one of our listeners. So I have brought Karen Nettles from the Homeport crew back to help us with this topic. Before we jump in, as always, I want to take a moment to recognize and thank our Admiral sponsors who support AGLCA at the highest level. They are Curtis Stokes and Associates, Passage Maker Trawler Fest, Skipper Bob Publications, and Waterway Guide Media. As always, we encourage our listeners and viewers to support these businesses that support the Great Loop. And Karen Nettles, welcome back to the Great Loop Radio podcast. Thanks for being with us again. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be able to be here and talk with the listeners about what's going on with AGLCA. Yeah, AGLCA is, um, you know, I, I think uh, those who have been with the association a while probably know some of this, but one of our listeners emailed and suggested this as a topic, and I thought, you know, there probably are tons of people out there who really don't know much about AGLCA and where we started and where we're going. So I think it's a, a great topic to cover. Yeah. So why don't we dive right in and why don't we just start with when and why was AGLCA found, founded? Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. AGLCA was founded in 1999. It was founded by Ron and Eva Staub, who did the Great Loop in the mid-1990s. I want to say 96, 97. Um, and then wrote a book about their experiences. And that book is Honey, Let's Get a Boat. Um, it is available on the AGLCA website, but that is really the book that started it all. If you think back to the mid 1990s, there weren't a whole lot of people doing the loop or a whole lot of people who even knew what the Great Loop was. So uh, Ron and Eva wrote this book and founded AGLCA in some ways as a way to promote the book. They would go to boat shows uh, to sell their book but that it would also have a sign-up sheet for joining the association. And it you know, kind of started with a monthly newsletter that has evolved into our monthly Great Loop Link digital magazine. Um, and it was just kind of a, a simple founding. Um, and, you know, shortly thereafter, they started doing some informal gatherings, which they called rendezvous. And still to this day, we call our bigger semi-annual events rendezvous. Um, so yeah, came from uh, pretty humble beginnings and Ron and Eva Staub have remained active and um, are no longer living on the loop so they don't get to our events as much anymore, but you know, they their book is still cherished by many. So it's really the book that started it all, as I said. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of people are continue to enjoy that book, as you said. Um, so as we're moving on through the years, why don't you tell us how you became director of AGLCA? I get asked this a whole lot because there is um there's a family connection and there's a, a leap there and um so Ron and Evastab are not my parents I get asked that a lot as well um but around um 2009 when about 10 years into the association's history when it had really grown a little bit beyond what Ron and Eva as you know just a couple of boaters it was a little bigger than they really wanted to run and they wanted to focus on some other things um, my parents were pretty early members, and my dad in particular was a very active member. So Ron and Eva approached them about taking over the association. And 
prior to this, my dad would talk about the Great Loop, and I just completely did not understand why on earth he would want to get on their boat for a year, take mom away from the grandkids and all of those things that, um, you know, a lot of reluctant spouses, so to speak, can't understand. And as part of the process of um, transitioning the organization to the new leadership, which was my parents, Janice and Steve Cromer, um, Ron and Evastav came to our office and showed us their pictures basically from the Great Loop. And that's when you know I got it, so to speak. That was the turning point for me. And I said, um, wow, I didn't didn't realize all of the amazing things you see. Um, you know, how extensively you really do get to explore the US and Canada. Um, and so my parents did take the association over, the day-to-day -day running of it. Um, we had a family business and still do. Um, completely unrelated to boating, and I was working full-time in that, so I would help a little bit uh, coming to some of the events, helping with the sponsor program, um, doing some marketing tasks, and things like that, and then around 2015, um, when my parents were really ready to retire, is when it became my full-time job to just work with AGLCA, although I dabble a little bit in the other parts of the business sometimes. Um, really, my full-time job is as the director of AGLCA, and I absolutely love what I do. So kind of a, an all-round win. <laughs> well, that's good, and it certainly shows that you do love what you do, and the, the members certainly see that as well. Um, since uh, KFR took over AGLCA, how has the membership evolved in the benefits for members? Yeah, and, and KFR is that you know family business that I mentioned, and my sister still runs the day-to-day -day of that while I get to focus on AGLCA. But if you just think in terms of how much technology has evolved since 2009, um, when Ron and Eva started to step back, you know, when we first got involved from a management standpoint, the um, even the membership joining process was an offline process. You actually had to print a form and mail in a check. So obviously, just as technology has changed. All of that have, has changed with AGLCA. And because the members are so geographically diverse, um, it is primarily an online organization. So, you know, all transactions are handled online now, no more mailing paper and mailing checks to us. Um, but the membership benefits have also evolved to, to where there is a robust website, which I think we're on our fourth platform for that over the 10 years as things have evolved. Um, but so there's lots of web-based content that's available. Um, I mentioned our Great Loop Link kind of digital magazine that comes out monthly. And one of the articles coming out in the February issue is about the resource library, which is where most of the information is housed on the current website. There are over 800 resources that members can access, everything from videos about the Great Loop to articles to harbor guides. Um, Harbor guides are written by our harbor hosts, and that is also a membership benefit that has really exploded over the years. Um, harbor hosts are members who volunteer to assist others who are coming through their home port. So the program originally started as some gold loopers who had completed the route and got some help along the way, as most of us will, and just really wanted a way to kind of pay that forward. So they became harbor hosts in their home port once they returned. And harbor hosts do things like, um, you know, offer advice and information about local services. So if you need um, a mechanic or if you need a doctor or a dentist or a haircut, any of those things, harbor hosts can help you with. 
Um, they can also recommend the best restaurants or things to see and do in their town. Some go above and beyond and offer rides for provisioning or for you know transportation to other things that you might need. Some have put together welcome packs and meet loopers at their marina and distribute those. Um, and over time, it's, it's shifted from being mostly gold loopers to where tons of planners have gotten involved. And you know, it, it's a great way to, um, if you're a planner, to have a looper in your car for 20 minutes while you drive them to the grocery store and they're at your disposal to ask them all kinds of questions. So um, that has really expanded to where there are about 600 harbor hosts around the loop. We even have some that are not on the loop route um, that are more kind of a service to local loopers who are planning and, and have questions. Um, so we have some as far away as Australia who do that. Um, but it's really a neat program for members. And that's one of the things that, you know, is somewhat digital, but also has that human factor that you have a, a friendly base in just about every port along the Great Loop. So it's one of the things I really encourage members to lean on and to use. Um, these are people who have raised their hand and said, I, I want to help other loopers in my town. Um, I, for one, it can be challenging for me to call somebody I don't personally know and ask for help. It's it's not, you know, kind of in my normal wheelhouse. It's a little outside my comfort zone, but I've done it on the loop and have been met with nothing but gracious assistance over and above um, because people truly want to be called and want to stay involved or become more involved. So those are Harbor hosts. Um, you know, our website now includes a really robust interactive Great Loop map that shows the route. It shows the location of sponsors and Harbor hosts. Um, it shows best of the loop where members have kind of identified uh, things in all different categories as the best of, meaning, um, you know, best restaurants, best historic sites, best lighthouses. Uh, there's probably 20 categories, all different things that you can imagine. And it's a great tool for planning, uh, but also when you're actually doing the Great Loop. We've also, in uh, the map itself is based on an um, Aqua map, which is a, a navigation software. Um, it's their background map and their technology. And because we, and Aqua Maps is an AGLCA sponsor. And because uh, Waterway Guide is also an AGLCA sponsor and a great supporter, they have allowed us to add their locks and bridges and anchorage icons to the map. So you can actually go on our interactive map on the greatloop.org website and you can see you know, where there's bridges you're gonna have to request to have opened and where there's locks and what channel the lock monitors. And that's all coming from Waterway Guide and, and takes you to their specific resources. So um, you know, that, that's some of the highlights. Something else that is going on right now that we um, hadn't done um, up until the fairly recent past is advocacy efforts. Um, you know, at, at, at a different point in AGLCA's history, we kind of shied away from really getting super involved in advocacy um, because it can become very political. It can become divided among members. Um, we've decided to handle that by not using our general funds to support advocacy efforts, but instead to run a fundraising campaign annually to support those efforts. And that way members who, you know, support um, our position on the issues are free to contribute and those who don't, of course, don't have to. Um, but we've been super involved in, you know, the, the mission really on our advocacy efforts is to keep the Great Loop waterways open for navigation and safe for navigation. So um, we've been involved in anchoring issues in Florida. 
Um, we've been monitoring things on the Erie Canal as in the past few years, there had been some rumblings of making the season even shorter or potentially closing a lock to um, prevent the migration of um, invasive species. All those things impact the ability to um, safely and successfully complete the Great Loop. So those are the types of issues we focus on. Um, our fundraising campaign for 2023 is happening right now, and we're getting, we're about 45% to our goal, which is, you know, we're getting there, a little ways to go yet. Um, but those are just some of the things, um, the, the membership benefits that have really been added and evolved over time to get us to where we are today. Certainly, as they've expanded, so has the membership. So can you tell us what the membership is today for AGLCA? Yeah, so today um, we have 5,500 roughly um, active memberships. And since memberships are basically for a boat, they can, con they can include two people. So when you take those 5,500 memberships and you know, look at actual um, constituents, so to speak, or members, individual members, um, you know, there's more like eight to 9,000 individual users of our website who are considered members, but it's about 5,500 active memberships. Some of those are people who join years in advance of doing the Great Loop so that they can have more planning resources. Some of them are current loopers. And then we have lots and lots of gold loopers um, who, we, you know, we offer them a special lifetime discounted rate when they complete the Great Loop and they stay with us and stay involved. So it's, it's a very good mix of experience, which is part of what makes our members only discussion forum um, a bit of a friendlier place, I would say, than, than sometimes social media can be. It is all actual loopers um, with who have either done it, are doing it, or have enough of a passion for it um, to, you know, pay some money to have access to the information. They have a little bit more skin in the game, so to speak. You know, I like to say it, it's it's kind of like social media, but it cuts out some of the noise and the strong opinions and the um, unfriendly discourse um, that sadly we see a lot on social media. It's it's a group of 5,500 memberships that are just truly passionate about the Great Loop and are there to share and to learn. Well, it is a great group of people. And as you said, things have changed over the years. So shall we dive into some of the other things about AGLCA that has changed, like the events? Sure. Um, you know, as I said, Rendezvous started uh, almost as soon as the association was founded. Um, but they were originally mostly social get-togethers, pretty informal. Um, as they grew, they became a little bit more formal with more of the education component. And for many years, um, were essentially route briefings. You know, we would tell you how to navigate the Great Loop route from the fall rendezvous, for example, on the river system around the southern half to the location of the spring rendezvous on the east coast. And then we would do the same on the East Coast, taking around the Northern part. Um, that focus on the route has continued, but a few years ago, we added a second track. Um, and that is what we call our looping 101 track. So that there's a little bit of a something for everyone. You know, those who are currently on the loop or who are very close to leaving tend to prefer the route briefing track because they're getting those navigation details, you know, suggested stops and things like that. Um, those who are a little bit earlier in the planning may prefer the looping 101 topics, which are more things like weather, marine electronics, um, galley considerations, things like that. And, you know, be because of the way we organize them, people can bounce back and forth between the tracks if they choose to. So adding that kind of second track, as I said, just gives a little bit more of a something for everyone. 
Um, the thing that hasn't changed is looper crawls. Looper crawls have always been a part of the event. Looper crawls are a few hours in the afternoons where the looper boats in the marina will open up, some of them will, for others to tour. And, you know, originally when the rendezvous were very small events and focusing on the route, um, most of the attendees were currently on the loop. So it was more of a social time than anything else. As the rendezvous have evolved, um, I would say that those looper calls have become part social time and part informal boat show in that lots of planners who don't yet have their great loop boot, great loop boat attend so that they can um, board many different types of great loop capable boats in one place in a short amount of time. They can chat with the owners. Um, the boats are not typically for sale, though occasionally a few are. Um, so that's how it's very different from a boat show. Um, but it is that opportunity to, you know, somebody may have had their heart set on a main ship and climbed aboard a couple at a rendezvous and found out, well, I really like that Meridian over there a lot better. Um, so it's a great way to kind of find out what you might want in your great loop boat. So looper crawls have been a constant at our rendezvous, but they have certainly evolved and morphed as well. But it's still a great social time, even if you already have your boat. And then I guess the other thing that changed about events is that um, six or seven years ago, we added what we call Great Loop Cruising, a guide to a loop, to the looper lifestyle, which is kind of a day and a half seminar, kind of an introduction to the Great Loop. Um, as I said, we added those maybe six or seven years ago. We do two to three a year all around the country. Um, those are meant for people kind of early in the process and they've become pretty popular as well. And, and those, you know, half a day is kind of on buying and insuring, which is a big issue right now, and financing your Great Loop boat. And the full day is more kind of planning topics. So many more events um, serving many more members at those events than we did at the start. Yeah, and they're certainly popular because we also have waiting lists for those mm -hmm. as well. And then in addition to that, the sponsorship program, that's something that's a vital part of AGLCA. Can you tell us how that's changed as well? Yeah, absolutely. And our sponsors are part of what enables us to continue and to keep the membership fees low. So our sponsorship program, and there are some who have been with us right from the very beginning, so for 20 plus years now, um, but that pro program continues to grow. Um, essentially, um, sponsors get in return for their investment dollars opportunities to advertise to our members as part of what their sponsorship gets them. So as membership has grown, as interest in the loop has grown, many more sponsors have joined us and that's kind of a win for everyone because it keeps membership dues lower. And it also, many of those sponsors offer discounts to our members on anything from marine insurance to fuel to dockage, um, to rental cars and on and on. So um, at this point, we've got well over 100 sponsors of AGLCA, and you know they're one of the components that really keeps the association functioning the way we want it to. So we're super thankful for them. Yeah, for sure. Um, moving on to the the weight crossings, you know, can you give us the trend on the number of boats that complete the Great Loop over time? How that's changed? Yeah, and I looked at this recently, and we kind of it was pretty. Um, consistent over time. Then there was kind of a big jump in 2016 um, and we broke 100 boats completing the Great Loop for the first time reporting completion to AGLCA. So that was in 2016 and then it kind of hovered you know 
it climbed from there up to 2016. It had kind of hovered around that mark for a while, climbed fairly steadily um, to 2019 when it got close to 200 votes. I think it was about 190 that year that completed the Great Loop. And then, of course, COVID happened and it dropped back down to hovering around 100 for a couple of years. Um, 2022, however, was a record year, a big bounce back from those um, people who avoided looping during COVID um, because things were closed or because um, they just wanted to stay in a more confined place. Um, so 2022 was the first year the number of uh, weight crossings reported to us broke 200. We actually had 227 boats report completion of the Great Loop in 2022. I do think that did have a little bit of a, a a COVID bubble since people were out cruising a little bit more again. So I don't know whether 2023 will exceed that. My guess is that it will be close or slightly below that. But um, that, of course, remains to be seen. It's, it's pretty early in the year. Um, but let's go ahead and take a break. Let's play a message from one of our sponsors. And um, I guess maybe we can come back and kind of shift to what's down the road for AGLCA. Sound okay, Karen? Yep. All right. We'll be back in a moment. Did you know that every mile of the Great Loop is covered by Skipper Bob guides? Its mile-by-mile -mile format is a great planning tool and essential at the helm. On the most popular routes and side trips, Skipper Bob covers preparation, navigation, bridges and locks, and the best places to visit. Skipper Bob guides are updated each year, and its website keeps you current with navigation alerts and cruising news. To check it out, go to skipperbob.net. Skipper Bob is a proud Admiral Sponsor of AGLCA. We're back on Great Loop Radio. Today, your Homeport crew is with you, and we are talking a little bit, uh, have been talking a little bit about the evolution of AGLCA. I think we're kind of ready to shift to, you know, kind of what's current and what's next. Right. You've given us a little bit of the history and how things have changed. So looking forward, what do you see for the future of AGLCA? Well, we've been working hard on the current um, website to make it easier to find some of the, you know, the many resources available to members. Um, so that's part of the reason for the resource library. And we intend to continue to refine that so that people can get their hands on the pieces of information they need right when they need them. You know, as part of that, we've got our Great Loop segments on the website and it breaks the route down into eight or 10 different segments. And we've placed some of the content directly in that segment area so that, as I said, it's where you need when you need it. It's easy to find. Um, but we continue to, we plan to do more of that, to kind of integrate the resources into places that you'll be seeking them on the website. We also have a, a lot of different plans for the Great Loop map that I've mentioned. Um, as I said, uh, Aquamap is a sponsor and have, um, you know, is kind of the base layer and the designer of that map. We've got several more features planned for that um, that will uh, make it more of a planning tool and allow some members, uh, members to be able to kind of save their choices of some of the um, points of interest and things like that. So look for more to come on that map. Um, essentially, we just are, you know, our, our mission is to be the one-stop shop for everything you need to plan and execute your great loop. We are always open to ideas on what additional members would like to see. Um, we're still working through a lot of great ideas we got from a member survey that happened um, a couple of years back. But you know, our, our plans at this point are to continue to build the resources available, but also to make them easier to find so they're at your fingertips. 
Yeah, for sure. And, you know, the beginning of the year brings lots of AGLCA activities and so forth. So can you walk us through some of those and remind our members of some of the deadlines that are coming up so they don't, they don't miss anything and also let uh, non-members know what's going on. So they may encourage them to, to join and be a part of all this activity and happenings going on. Yeah, this is a, a great time to join because the start of the year does bring lots of, of members only activities. Um, I did mention already our advocacy fundraising. That doesn't have a specific um, end date. It really runs until we have reached our goal, which is $20,000 for this year. As I said, I think we're about 45% of the way there. Um, our Great Loop Link e-magazine has an article about that and what we're focusing on and what the history is. So members can read that and kind of be brought up to speed on why advocacy is important and why we hope that they will support it. But that is going on right now. Um, probably one of the more popular things that we will get questions about all year round is going on right now, and that is our fleet shirts. We started this, I think, around 2017 or 2018, um, and it's basically a t-shirt that gives the you know fleet of 2023 on the back. Boats who plan to cruise any part of the Great Loop route during 2023 who are members are welcome to submit a form to have their boat name included on the shirt. We are also taking pre-orders for those shirts, and um, both of those things are happening through March 15th. If you are a member or if you're planning to join, uh, please remember that it is a two-part process. One step gets your name, your boat name on the shirt. It's a separate step to order the shirt. Um, we sometimes have people miss one or the other step. We are also asked, you know, all year round, can I still get my name on the shirt? In order to print the shirts, we have to put a deadline on that. So we know that those planning or currently looping changes hourly almost. Um, unfortunately, in order to produce the shirt, we have to have a, a finite point in time when we say, okay, that's it. And that date is March 15th. And then because the shirts are dated and very specific, we only do them as pre-orders and um, you know, so you can pre-order the sizes that you want. So all that's happening now um, and wraps up March 15th. So you've got a little bit of time to still do that. Um, another um, little less important, perhaps, um, but some years ago, AGLCA became the keeper of the Burgee for the Down East Loop. Um, so uh, once a year, and, and if you're not familiar with the Down East Loop, it is considered a side trip to the Great Loop. It pretty much takes a whole summer season to do this Down East Loop, and we've got some webinars on our website about it. But essentially, if you start from New York City, um, you go up the Hudson River, and through the New York State Canals out to the St. Lawrence Seaway. You take the St. Lawrence Seaway out to the Atlantic and kind of come around Maine, hence the Down East Loop, uh, come around New England, past Boston um, and into Long Island Sound to complete that loop. So it's, it's a really neat trip, it's on my bucket list. Um, but there is a burgee for that, both white and gold. White again is for anyone doing it and gold is if you've completed it, just like the AGLCA burgees are. But about once a year, we open up pre-orders for that burgee so that if you're planning to do the Down East Loop um, this year, you can go ahead and get your burgee for that. So we're taking orders for that on our website through the end of February. And then probably the one that's most important to me is the Harbor Host of the Year process. Every year we give away a True North Harbor Host of the Year award. And we take nominations for that all year round because as soon as you receive some stellar support from a Harbor host, we encourage you to fill out the form to nominate them for Harbor host of the year. But the deadline for those people to be recognized for service in 2022 
is uh, the end of February. So if you are a member and a Harbor host uh, did something above and beyond to support you in 2022, we encourage you to fill out the form on the website to nominate a Harbor host of the year. Once the nomination period closes, uh, the Homeport crew will call those nominations to a list of finalists, and then we will open up voting to our membership and uh, everyone will have a vote. We will vote throughout the month of March and then in early April, we will announce the winner of the True North Award. And that person or couple um, will get complimentary attendance to the spring rendezvous where they'll officially receive their award. It's just such a great chance to recognize those who go above and beyond and there are many. Um, so we really encourage members who have used Harbor Hosts at all throughout the year to go ahead and nominate someone. Um, and I guess we did mention the Spring Rendezvous and that that is where the Harbor Host of the Year will receive the True North Award. Um, I guess maybe we should go ahead and, and say when registration will open for that, Karen, you think? Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, correct me if I get this wrong, um, but registration will open Monday, February 13th at noon Eastern. We are still working on all the details and we'll have lots of information on the website prior to that. Um, but the rendezvous is May 1st through 4th in Norfolk, Virginia. You must register for the event before you can get a slip there at Waterside Marina. We'll be sending the room block information to those who register. The event is at the Sheraton Waterside in Norfolk. And just as I explained, we will cover the route in great detail from Norfolk to the river system, specifically to Joe Wheeler State Park, where the fall rendezvous will be. And we'll have our looping 101 track, our looper crawls, um, the event is essentially all-inclusive in that it includes um, three lunches and I believe two dinners over the course of the event. So we feed you well, we give you lots of camaraderie and lots of education. It's a really fun event. Um, as I said, registration will open Monday, February 13th at noon Eastern. It is a members-only event. So if you'd like to attend and you are not yet a member, you will have to join AGLCA first. Have I left anything out? No, I think that's it. I know people can look forward to rendezvous and registration opening and all the great things that we have in store for them going forward in the new year. Yeah, and I know we, we've covered a lot here. So if you have any questions, info at greatloop.org is the best email address to reach out to. Those go to Julie, our member services coordinator, and then she can kind of triage those and um, you know send event questions to Karen if she's the best person to answer them, et cetera. It's, it's kind of the fastest way to get to the right person to answer your questions. So info at greatloop.org is a um, the best way to get a hold of us. We also have podcasts at greatloop.org. You can send a message there if you have an idea for a topic you'd like to see us cover in a future episode of Great Loop Radio. And with that, thank you, Karen Nettles from the Homeport crew for joining us once again. And thanks to everyone who has watched and listened. We'll be back next week with another episode of Great Loop Radio. Until then, safe cruising. <laughs>